Studios of WFN. This is Mike Zahn, Francesca on the fan on what is a rainy Monday, the 18th day of November. So a lot going on, obviously, after a football weekend. Giants off, so they didn't lose this week. So thank God for little, fa- little favors anyway. And uh, they'll be in Chicago next week where uh, really the JMs can uh, decide which one has screwed up the franchise more after watching uh, that mess with the Bears right now. So the Giants and the Bears, uh, that'll be... You know, very fitting right now. The Bears obviously still have more talent, but uh, their quarterback situation is a mess when you realize what he gave up to get him. I never was a Trubisky guy, as you guys know, uh, and he has been bad. I, I thought last night was just a showcase for two bad quarterbacks. I'm not I'm not a golf fan either. I don't like him at all. Uh, so I don't like either of those quarterbacks, but Trubisky's just dreadful. I mean, for a guy to get picked that high, I never understood it when he got picked that high, and I never understood the whole thing about him, and he's just been bad. I mean, he's flat-out bad. That's all there is to it. They've, they've about had it now. They've, they've really just about had it with him. You can tell. And, yeah, that thing is an absolute mess, that, that bear offense right now. But that's not what the deal is right now, and we got a lot of the things to get to. Just yesterday, hey, they did what they had to do. They played a really bad team. They came out. They took control of the game. They got their offense going early. They overcame a couple of bad mistakes that they made, really bad pass from from Sam. Uh, then the fumble, overcame both of those, built on the lead, and then who cares if they got a couple of touchdowns late. Didn't matter as the, as the uh, Jets did what they had to do, won back-to-back games. Sam adds 293 yards passing and four touchdowns. They get another win. Uh, Adams, uh, you know, Took another step towards being all pro, which I'm sure will mean a lot to him. I think he's got a very good chance to get there this year. He's moving in that direction. He's got a good chance to be one of the two safeties on the team. Or, you know, it's going to be close, but he's got a good chance. And um, the Jets, when you look at it, Raiders this week at home won't be an easy game. Then the Bengals and the Dolphins. And then it gets tough. Ravens on a Thursday night. Steelers at the Bills to finish the season. Those last three won't be pretty. Okay, because all three of those teams have a defense. Ravens are playing very well. Steelers, you know, again, the quarterback can be goofy. Uh, Both the last two quarterbacks you play can be goofy, but both defenses are tough. But you know what? Hey, other than the Raven game, the Jets are going to have a chance. This Raider game will be interesting on a lot of levels. It really will. be very interesting on a lot of levels because that game is a winnable game, but that's not an easy game. Raiders, you know, are, are playing well enough. Uh, you know, they they have a winning record. They're doing it. You know, yesterday's game wasn't overwhelming, but you know what? I didn't think it would be. You get the last step of being a good team is when you become a consistent margin team. Where is that you drub the teams that you're supposed to drub? The Raiders aren't there yet. They're just still getting back to winning. That last step is where you get to the point where you start to drub the teams you're supposed to drub. That's the, that's the step you take when you become a really good team, a consistent winner. Then you beat those teams up. Raiders deserve to be favored. They are. This last line this past week made no sense. But Washington, I shocked Washington was favored. Um, Raiders uh, 
deserve to be favored in the game. They are, but the Jets have a chance to win this game. I don't think there's any question. They just have to make sure they can protect their quarterback. If they can do that, they can win the game. Um, they're playing well against the run. you got to protect their corners. If they can do those two things, they can have a chance. Like I said, I don't, I'm not expecting them to win, but I think that they can win the game. Uh, and right now, at least they've won a couple of games in a row and kind of started to build a little credibility, which started with the win over the Giants. So uh, good there. Uh, it was a weird day in the league, um, culminating with a pretty boring Ram, a bear game. You got a decent game tonight uh, with with the Chiefs, who just are not nearly as good as I thought they would be on defense this year. That has not come together. And having the injuries they've had, first having Hill out and then having Mahomes out, they have not yet gotten everything going on that same level. Uh, but this is a big game for them tonight. Uh, they're going to get a little pressure in the division. That's going to be a one-division team. You know, probably will be one team in that division it gets in as far as the playoffs go. So uh, big game coming up for them uh, tonight uh, in Mexico City. You know, there had been thoughts that Andy Reid was so worried about the field he would not commit Mahomes to the game until he had a chance to inspect the field because he did not want to uh, put him on a field where the field was torn up. There had been a lot of issues with the field last year, so they didn't, he did not that, want that to be the case, so he wanted to inspect the field before he made a commitment uh, to him playing. So I guess the, it met to his approval so that you can move on from from that part of it. The other thing this weekend was the Kaepernick story. And to me, I told you the whole thing was a farce from the beginning. You know where it went with it not even being the sanctioned workout that he went to. That workout had to be uh, to settle the grievance. They can say it wasn't, but why else would they have it? Made no sense. And then for him to do what he did and take off and have his own, shows you he has no intention of playing in the league because that was going to be something that was not going to go over well with the NFL. And all he was doing, the only thing Kaepernick was doing, see, the NFL was doing something, I think, to make sure they weren't going to get hit with another lawsuit, They were, or, and that was probably in response to settling a grievance. I still believe that because there's no other reason for to have it. It's also so badly ill-timed, you're not going to get signed in late November. It's just not going to happen. Number two, I don't think Kaepernick wants playing in the NFL. I think what he's trying to do is position himself where he can have his big PR day, which he wanted to have to show that he can still get people there, get a lot of attention, which sets him up for his next payday, whatever commercial he's going to do, whatever company he can set up to get his message out, and to show everybody that he's still, hey, look, I can still throw it. I'm being, you know, again unjustly kept out of the league, blah, 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 and send the whole message where I don't even really think he wants to play in the league. I just think he wants to try and cash in against the league and cash in off the field. I think that's all he's looking for is his payday. Because if you really wanted to go about it, you would not go about it in a grandstanding way. You'd go about it in a quiet way where you would contact the team and have representatives contact the team that was in need, ask if you could please come work out for that team quietly, without anybody even knowing, and show them that you still had something left if you really wanted to be in the league. That stuff has not gone on. Now, do I think the teams want him? I think the NFL wants him to go away. I think they completely want him to go away. I don't think they want any part of him. But they also don't want lawsuits. And they don't want the bad publicity. They want none of that. 
But I think all he's doing at this stage of his life is trying to set up his next payday. That's it. That's all that is. Because otherwise you wouldn't have done what he did. It made no sense. He didn't need the public there. He didn't need... And yes, there was an argument over the waiver, which he wouldn't sign, which the NFL wasn't going to go in without a waiver. He'd be nuts. Because if he goes in there and gets hurt, you got to pay him. So the NFL put in certain things that they wanted a waiver signed. He wouldn't sign it. So, I mean, that whole thing, was it just showed you what a farce it was from the beginning. They couldn't even agree on terms. So, I mean, look how outrageous the whole thing got. So you know who got played again? The media. But the media doesn't care because they think their readers, whatever vehicle you're talking about, thinks Kaepernick's a story. So they're happy. They think Kaepernick draws attention. And in a sense, he does. Because he hits all the hot button points. You know, is it this, the big bad NFL colluding? Uh, is it a racial thing? Uh, then, you know, bring all the different things that, ha- you know, social unrest, the president, this, that, the flag. Everything. So you bring it all together, conjure up a lot of controversy and hope it sells, which is, you know, the bottom line, most of those people were there. They don't care if Kaepernick – most people covered that from a league standpoint or from a media standpoint. They don't care if Kaepernick plays in the league. What they care about is that Kaepernick's a story. That's all. And all Kaepernick's looking to do is set up his next pigeon to see where he can get his next commercial from and to see if there's any way to squeeze any more money out of the league. Threaten him with another lawsuit or whatever. Because like I said, if you wanted to come back in the league, it would not be in mid-November. And that's not the way you would do it. Because that's not how you get back in the league. You get back in this league one team at a time. You don't get back in the league 32 teams at a time. And this whole thing was a, it was a complete farce from the NFL standpoint. And then I said that all week, and then it didn't even come off. It goes off and has his own you know, vehicle at a school named after a black physician who was a, you know, giant in medicine. I mean, it's all symbolic, the whole thing. It's all set up all the way down to the school they picked. So all it is is one side trying to scam the other side. So let's be honest. Kaepernick doesn't want to play, and the NFL doesn't want any part of Kaepernick. Those are the facts. Then you can take it as to who's going to try and squeeze who. But those are the facts. Anything else is just conversation. It really is. At this point, you know, I don't kind of hear about how Willie threw the ball. You know, hey, quarterbacks, that's not how you produce quarterbacks, is worried about whether or not they threw the ball well in a drill. Okay, that's not how you find. We, we all know Kaepernick can play in the league. The question is, can he get out there and lead a team? You know, his record in recent years was terrible. He right now, if you go in terms of talent, is a guy who is capable of playing in this league but might not be among the 32 best players. He might be somewhere He might be somewhere 28. He might be somewhere 38. Who knows? Is he capable of wearing a uniform in this league? Absolutely. Is he capable of making a difference in this league at this point? I don't think so. I think he's 1-10 in 10 his last 11 starts anyway, wasn't he? Something terrible like that. He was put in in the right system with the right coach, with the right defense, with the right lines at the right time, and it worked. That was a long time ago. A long time ago. 
The other story is Tua and Tua T. And I've told you, as I have, uh, I know, uh, waxed poetic about his ability the last couple of years because I think he was a generational quarterback. I've always felt that. But I also know that he had this Achilles tendon, his Achilles heel. And the Achilles heel was that he is a guy who can't stay healthy. And you know my theory is that if guys don't stay healthy in college, they're never going to be healthy in the pros. And now, to hear he went down again, so now you're talking about, forget the broken nose, you're talking about two high ankle sprains, a knee injury, and now a severe hip injury. He already went under surgery. He actually had two injuries, which we'll get into. Dr. O'Brien will join us in the next hour and go through it all with us as to A, his chance for recovery, B, whether he'll be ready for the draft. His college career, we believe, is over. The question is now, when does his NFL career begin? Will he make himself eligible for this draft or not? Uh, There's a lot of stuff that needs to be discussed because there wasn't just one injury. He actually had uh, two injuries. He had a... um, let me get you the other injury because I want to get it right. He had a hold on a posterior wall fracture. So not only did he have the hip injury, he had a dislocated hip. He also had a posterior wall fracture. And a lot of it depended on how much bone and how they had to deal with what they had to do in terms of plates and everything else. So, hey, we have one of the foremost surgeons in the country joining us, as Doc does every week. He'll join us today. He's gone through the Tua stuff. He will join us in about an hour to tell us what his thoughts on Tua as we go forward. He, te- he, he actually was the first one to tell me Tua got hurt because I was running around Saturday, and I had just gotten in the house, and he texted me and said, you know, Tua got hurt. And I said, I don't know. He said, he hurt his hip. And then I turned on the TV and saw what was going on. They were all flashing stories about him and showing the broken nose. And, the you know, during the game, they actually airlifted him to the hospital during the game. So, uh, you know, it was that severe. So, um, terrible. I mean, really, this is a kid who has insane talent, I think. I think he could be a generational quarterback. I just don't know if he's ever going to be healthy. I just don't know if he's ever going to be able to stay in one piece. It's sad. It happens. You know, it happens to great athletes and part of being great. And some, you know, legendary guys, despite having, you know, injuries their whole life, sometimes put those great careers together like a Mickey Mantle. But Mickey Mantle, not only was generational, he might have been the best player ever if he had ever been completely healthy. So him accomplishing what he did was remarkable considering the injuries and also his off-the-field antics. But the point is, he might have been more gifted than anybody ever. This guy has great gifts. He's a great thrower of football. But, you know, a knee, two ankles, and a hip in two years is way too much. Way too much. So we'll get to that a little later on, too. So we've got a lot to get to. We'll get it all rolling on this uh, busy Monday right after this.